Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. here on the Ticket Water Cooler for our first edition of our own crossover with the happy hour. Rico. Hello. Well, no, Rico, you're always here. Wait, no, Nick. Hello. Nick is the new hey addition to uh, cut him off. the Ticket Water Cooler. Yeah, we can cut your mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. His he, mic is he, limp. You might his, need to. It, he was it. messing with it. You know, you know. <laughs> you got a limp mic? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! So go to the doctor. Uh, right. Yeah, go to the doctor about that one. <laughs> That's not gonna be easy. Yeah, I'm gonna you have to turn your mic off. Turn his mic off. Yeah, I don't know if it's making noise. Unplug, it unplug it, unplug it before you spin it because if you do that, it's gonna get tangled. <laughs> All right. Well, he'll join us here in a second as he uh, tries to fix his uh, mic issues. Tragic. So. Before you get into yeah. what you were gonna talk about, did you hear about Chris the Bear Felica? I don't know how to say his last name. The Bear. He is yeah. leaving game day and going to Fox Big Noon kickoff. What a traitor. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah. This will be what his This will be his <laughs> final. It'll be on Fox Noon kickoff. Uh, this Saturday yeah. is set to be the <laughs> final college game day for the Bear. That's I don't know if how I'm e- feels if I'm that. ESPN, I'm not letting him do it. <laughs> well, I I don't feel like he's the the biggest piece to college game day, but he's been there since 1995, I think. I did not know he'd been there since 1995. ESPN made the bear. How dare he switch to Fox? Well, he's probably getting paid more. He's probably. Did you see his more, record yeah. this year? Was actually like really good. Like if was you would have followed Bears bets, you would have made a decent amount of money. Hmm. He knows what he's talking about. Now I know you guys do uh, some uh, a deal too, Rico. You you would not have made a whole lot of money. No, if I no, you. I would have. I would have lost you a lot of money. Yeah, Nick would have made you a lot of money. I predicted games pretty well in the captain, so I'm pretty yeah? happy. Where we, don't, are you at? we don't do spread, but but uh, we just oh, do see, see, nah, we do Which spreads. Made, yeah, spreads are a lot more difficult, and we always do just the dumbest spreads. So like, <laughs> the, there was a couple ones where like Alabama had like thirty point spreads. We we're trying to do those ones. Yeah. Yeah. No. Those ones. That's why I love college football spreads. The NFL, you know, everything's like between three and seven points mostly, and it's just a crapshoot. College football, it's like, you know, one team's going to win, but are they going to win by 28 and a half? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is weird. What's weird? Sorry, I'm looking at Twitter, and some, I'm not going to name names, but there's a fan account that got a picture of Matt Rule meeting with Malachi Coleman at Lincoln East from a student at Lincoln East. But it's like a it's like kinda like a far like not far away, but you know, a couple feet away and like the picture you can tell like the phone was being held at like a hip or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit weird. That's weird. But that's okay. All right, let's uh let's run through some of this news as uh, okay. Nick is is here. He's finally he's we got finally it? in. Okay. Tell Vershawn never to mess with the microphone again. <laughs> All right. All right, we're here. All right, I've got a few stories I want you guys to react to. Now, you don't have to say uh, too much because we don't have too much time, but I uh, just want to kind of run through the college football uh, news over the last couple of days. Blake Corum out for the season. Sad. What does this mean for Michigan's playoff hopes? They'll be. They'll still make the playoff. They'll beat Purdue, but they're, really? they're going to get rolled in the playoff. Without Blake Corum, they're going to beat Purdue? Yeah, didn't you see their running back against Ohio State? I did, I did. Um, you know, you've seen Devin Mockaby though, right, Evan? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they have anything to worry about. <laughs> oh no, yeah, okay. they should. At least against Purdue, but you know, who are they gonna who are they gonna end up playing? Probably TCU. 
Uh, yeah, I, it depends here. We'll see. Big 12 championship game is very intriguing tomorrow. Yes. You think so? Yes. I do. I yeah. do. Because Chris Kleiman's teams are all – it's not like they're they're ultra talented. They're just always disciplined and, and prepared. And how about when once the college football playoff comes up, Kansas State's playing for a playoff berth. Yeah. That. So that, that'll be fun about the, the conference championship game. Love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I could see an upset there. Uh, USC in Utah. You guys think USC Utah already beat them once? Yeah, this is USC fully deserves to Why? get in if you avenge your loss. I think U- USC is going to win. Why? I think USC. Why are you so confident about that? Utah Caleb, beat them already. Caleb Williams is playing out of. His well, here's mind. what's even more intriguing. If you, yeah, I mean, we've seen Lincoln Raleigh teams in the playoffs. Uh, oh. That's the most boring Heisman. It'd be it'd be awful if I mean, TCU wins. Max Duggan. Max Duggan. <laughs> he doesn't have I a stats, don't but think so. Why? Uh, he took his team to the playoff. He it's has not, he has great not, stop stop he has great stats award. he has great stats he's clearly the best player in the Big Twelve. What, what is his stats? I don't know. It's not. I just that. know that it's he has great that. stats. Not, he's like not, top five in Heisman voting. It's not Stetson Bennett stats. Stet, no, <laughs> he's no, better. Nate, Nate's okay. Stetson he's better Bennett, than Stetson Bennett. Mm, he's better than Stetson one. Bennett. That's a close Ooh. one. Max Duggan does not have a five-star tight end, two five-star receivers, and a five-star running back standing behind who are, who are a five-star five offensive line. He also line. doesn't have a championship. Who are those five stars? I couldn't name them, but okay, I know they're five so, stars. So we don't know they're five stars. They're we definitely five Brock stars. Bowers Brock, Brock Bowers is a five-star. We know Brock Bowers is probably the best tight end in the country. Their running backs aren't great. They're kind of a running back by committee. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah, they they're have Sonny Michelle though. or anybody back there. Then we got Sonny Michelle, James White, James Cook. Yeah. Um, don't need them. DeAndre Swift. They're surrounded by five stars. DeAndre Swift rocking with the Lions nowadays. He's still sticking with the Lions? He's a yeah, big, big Lions, Lions guy. Big got, they, Lions got the, guy. they got a game against the Jags this weekend. We'll see. It's right. at home, Ford right. Field. i got to ask you guys this uh, while you look up those stats. Cade McNamara transferred to Iowa. Does that do anything for you? No, especially because they're losing well, it, all of their receivers. It tells me that <laughs> Brian Ferentz is 100% leaving for the NFL. Yeah? I, I, I like That was – so I was talking to Iowa guys when I was in Iowa City – seven days ago mm-hmm. um was brian ferentz is getting shipped off like that's that's the mentality it's that's not, gotta it's, happen it's brian ferentz is getting shipped off to the nfl yeah like that's how it is um he's not getting a job he's getting shipped like it, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's, it's not like you're firing saying, it's but, like you're uh, saying you're a teenager to boarding school you're yeah. gone well yeah. it needs to happen. so and here's the deal like they they have I mean Padilla entered the portal or Padilla yeah. entered the portal and Petrus or Spencer Petrus is uh, graduating so here we are all right a uh, really few more stories to get to uh, ex Texas coach Tom Herman accepts the Florida Atlantic job of course we saw uh, you know uh, that job has been good over the years yeah Carl didn't do well there well. Carl didn't do much coaching there. <laughs> he did a little bit of coaching, just a little bit off the field as well. Uh, obviously, Lane Kiffin did really well there. And then Willie Taggart is now just not good at all. Willie Taggart's just yeah. Willie He got Taggart. fired after three seasons. You like Tom Herman there. Keeping in mind, he actually is 54-22 and 22 in his career with I Houston like, and Texas. I like Tom Herman. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he got a fair shake at Texas. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He, he was fine at Texas, not great. It's like Florida. If you're fine, yeah. you're yeah. out. I think their expectations are too high. You're never going to win a national where championship. Is, uh, <laughs> where is the guy that's uh, Charlie Strong? Where's Charlie Strong at? That's nowadays? a good question. Charlie Strong, last I checked, was at South Florida. Remember when Charlie? But now South Florida's open. Remember when Charlie Strong beat uh, Oklahoma and that first right. picture surfaced of his now like really long finger? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Point. yeah that was terrifying. So, so Charlie Strong is now the co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach at. The University of Miami. 
Oh, that staff, which massively yeah, failed. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, that staff what totally worked. Which yeah. we all just loved in the offseason. At least I did. We love the uh, Oregon coaches going other places and, and failing miserably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have Cristobal, you have Taggart. There's something about up there in Oregon. They win in Oregon. They just win. Unless you're playing Oregon State and first-time uh, and, and first head coach Jonathan Smith. Yeah. Yeah. The Beavers. He's good at what he does. He is. All right, figure, how about, the, how about oh, go, get, go, go. figure out a way to get Oregon State to a top 15 program? I love how Corvallis, though, too, they'll show up. Yeah. Corvallis like, is If they wild. start winning, Corvallis goes crazy. Shout out to Mike Riley. Uh, no, that's not going <laughs> to happen. Except for Mike Riley going to basketball game after fired Mike Riley. That's, Mike, that's Riley, Mike, Riley kept, Mike Riley kept Oregon State consistent. <laughs> Lee six and six. So Mike Mike right. Riley left, and then Dennis Erickson came in and had the best Oregon State seasons of all time. He came back. And did Mike Riley things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my mans alone. What if a 12-team college football playoff existed since the start of the BCS era in 1998? Matt Brown from The Athletic uh, looked at it. 66 schools would have appeared in the playoffs. Great. So that is good news. Ohio State would have made it 18 times. Jeez. That makes sense. 11 Power 5 schools would have never earned a bid, including Purdue, Northwestern, Minnesota, and Rutgers. Minnesota never would have made it? Minnesota never would have made it. Uh, they wouldn't have made it. Oh, 12 team. Yeah, 12 yeah. team. I, well, so what, what happened what about in that, that like 2019 a, game? When they here? were in 11 and 2. Yeah. That's, uh, this is all for Matt Brown. I have to go back and He's look specifically. He's probably just taking, just taking the top 12 teams. Well, no, and the conference champions. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Okay. So it kind of, it, they might have been yeah. like 13 or 14. I think they were 14th. And that was Dang. They put in the Outback Bowl that year, right, and lost yeah. I think so. to Auburn. No, they won. They, they won that they won one. Against the Outback Bowl? The dead Outback Bowl. I when was the last time Nebraska oh. would have made the playoffs? Oh, God. 2009. No. No, it probably would have been. Oh, okay, so 2010. I know, I mean, we're. Um, Sorry, that's really loud. That's okay. They were playing. a top 10 team, but then they dropped all the way out of the top 25, I believe. I'm thinking of all those years that they played Northwestern as a top 10 team at home. And 2001, <laughs> like would it be like 2001 is no. the correct answer. They would have made it in 2009. They would not have made it in 2009. No, because they were they were they were the like 19th best team. They were like ranked yeah. 19 until they won the bowl in, game uh, in the game against in the game. What were they, they ranked Texas, against Texas? They were like t- they were just like 22nd. Yeah, they were just were inside they? the top yeah. 25. They huh. had four losses every year. Remember, four losses yeah. is not going to get you in the playoffs. Well, I thought that was their fourth loss. No, they had four losses going, going well, the, into the it. The Texas one was. That's the what I'm saying. Loss, yeah. Okay. So they, were, they would have been nine and three at that. Shut point. out Arizona. Take that, mm. Nick Foles. Tragic. Yeah. All right, that'll wrap it up for our first version of the crossover. Many more to come, but happy hour coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.